I just want to show them how to be a really good person. I want to show them how to solve problems. Okay. How to not be overwhelmed under pressure. Mm-hmm. And that that's about all. Like if you have those skills, you'll be fine and, and be really good at communicating. Welcome to the Winning Move Podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. I interview successful entrepreneurs from around the world to see what moves they've made in their lives to get successful and more importantly, stay successful. I'm here to make sure you can create a better life for you and your family. Let's tune in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with his good friend and entrepreneur and somebody who has made him a better investor and helped him a ton, Mr. Stratton Brown. How you doing, buddy? Great. Thanks for having me on, Mike. I mean, I love having you. I love getting the 30 minutes of your time. I get to ask you questions. I don't ask others because you are a CEO and entrepreneur of multiple businesses. Uh, so I have, I have a question that I don't think I've ever asked you for. You ready? Yeah. So I look at you. I look at Pace Morby. Uh, I, I look at Jason Pritchard, Dean Rogers, all these guys that are kind of in our world. And I think, wow, those folks are naturally born entrepreneurs. And I wanted to ask, do you think being like, were you always an entrepreneur? Cause I consider you an entrepreneur through and through. Like that's just who you, you were made to be an entrepreneur. My opinion, not your words. Do you think you were born that way? Do you think you, something happened in life that made you that way? Parents? I mean, what, are entrepreneurs born or can you, can it be learned or whatnot? So it's a mixture of things. The most successful people I know, I should say have a lot of trauma, right? I mean, like, <laughs> If you hear like a lot of, I mean, cause you gotta be, to be a billionaire, you gotta have some fucked up stuff happen to you as a child that you're trying to fill that. <laughs> okay. To, in all reality. <laughs> to, right? keep, so, to keep the pedal down, you gotta be broken somehow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like if you go look at every, I study a lot of really successful people. A lot of them are broken in some way okay. and they try to use that. They to fill, fill that with, okay. Fill that void. Um, <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> right. That's unfortunate. And so like that plays a role. I think if someone's back is against the wall, they'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. So I think that is another variable. I think some people are just, just born really, really naturally gifted. I didn't, growing up, dude, I played video games. I fought with sticks and I played sports, but like never any, my, both my parents were entrepreneurs. Hmm. And then like my godfather was an entrepreneur. Now and- I want to ask, I want to ask about that. Cause again, my parents weren't. When you were a teenage, right, old enough to kind of appreciate it, did it, did it seem different than your friends' parents? Like the friends' parents had a nine to five, but your parents, like, did you see a difference or was it all just the same? Everyone in my life, my entire life has been an entrepreneur. Oh, so there you go. I have, I have somewhat of a different view on it. So I grew up in a really small town in Utah called Bluffdale. Well, it used to be small. Mm-hmm. And so everyone, even at the church I went to was a tradesman. Oh, and okay. so they were all entrepreneurs. Everyone on both my parents' sides of the family, my dad owns an electrical company. All of his brothers either like worked in the family business mm. or they ran electric and their own electrical company or a contract. Okay. Company. All right. And then my mom's side, there's only two of the siblings who aren't entrepreneurs. Really? Two, okay. Like, and they own like um, landscaping businesses. And then my godfather, who I spent, let's say, from the time I was like 13 till I was 18, like the majority of time with, okay. he is a really successful entrepreneur. Okay. And so like, I'd got to see all the aspects of that. And even with my parents, like dusk till dawn growing up, them working, then with like my godfather, this man would be up at 4am and he wouldn't come home till the sun went down. And mm-hmm. then we'd go to football practice, go work out, eat, then we'd have to go do like manual labor for the construction company. Like, so like we're, 
there was always work and doing stuff, but true problem solving as I see it now and see entrepreneurship mm-hmm. wasn't really until I guess my first business was in college when I was mounting other people's TVs because nobody mm-hmm. knew how to use tools. Yeah. And so, and Shasky. I grew up really handy, right? And so yeah. I just mount people's TVs for like 20 bucks. Okay. And that was like my first actual business. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's and you've never, quote unquote, you've never been an employee. Is that fair? Um, Alan. Okay, you would, so, okay. All right, that's true. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I worked yeah. for Alan. It didn't feel like being an employee and I always credit him for that. Like it felt like just an amazing collaborative effort of like trying to take over the world. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so now, um, as an entrepreneur, how do you stay motivated? Because it's, it's I, first off, I think being an entrepreneur is, is, is very hard. Lots of challenges. You're like the last, you get paid last, frankly, and you get all the, you get all the shit work. Um, how do you stay motivated? Dude, um, a lot of good motivational content. Like I like like old school Ed Milet, Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, old school Andy Frisella. You got to feed yourself. You got to you got to feed upstairs because I mean nobody talks about how hard it is. Like you got people not doing their job, people quitting. Like it, entrepreneurship is hard. Like you're doing something that no one else really wants to do. That's why there's a problem there yeah. because no one has accepted that they're going to go solve the problem. You see the problem and you say I'm going to go do it and I'm going to do it better. Mm. That is inherently hard. And so you got to get keep that mindset up. For me, exercise exercise, family time, hobbies and take a break when you need a break is one thing I've learned. Like if I'm just feeling worn out, I'm just like no, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I I just turn off my phone and I'll go do something else. Yeah, that was actually going to be my very next. How do you I, I'm going to call it work-life balance for lack of a better term. I don't know what it is, but how do you, how do you have balance or can you have balance as an entrepreneur? I don't think you can have balance. I think balance is the enemy of anything that is great. Ooh, tell me more. I like that. I agree, but tell me more. Michael Jordan wasn't balanced. LeBron James isn't balanced. Jeff Bezos isn't balanced. Elon Musk isn't balanced. Yet I'm not saying I want to have four different marriages like Elon Musk, right. but nobody has accomplished anything that is worth talking about while being balanced. And like yeah, saying, I, this is that, this is that. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. I think it's the same way for investors, especially real estate investors. I talk to so many real estate investors and they're all over the place. I'm like, I mean, did you not read my first book? I was hyper-focused. Like I looked at one buy box for three freaking years, right? Fresno is a massive market. And I looked at like one, one 25th of it for three years. You don't, you don't, you don't get anywhere by being balanced. Now, when you get somewhere and you're at wherever you're comfortable, then you can diversify, then you can do other things and you can enjoy life. But damn, when you're on that climb, get on the climb, right? Um, And I I don't even believe in that because truly when you're at the top, then you're, there's more of an eye on your back and you have someone else who is truly unbalanced coming after you. Oh yeah, that's true. And so you have to like accept the fact that this is the life you chose and then you just do what you want. Right. So I like to work all the time. And so I bring my son with me when I go to work. That's awesome. I want to go do family things. I go do family things, but there is no, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. It's I do what Stratton wants because that's the way I want my life to be. And it's okay if I like to work. So how old is your son? My son, he'll be five in a month. Actually, he just, uh, my mom flew in last night at like 9 p.m. Nice. I took her to the airport this morning at 5 a.m. Okay. And she came and just got my son and he'll be out in Utah for um, a couple of weeks. So I'll go out there and not this week, but the next week. So I want to talk about how you're raising your son on purpose. Do you, when you think about that, are you like, he's going to be an entrepreneur or you, I mean, how are you? Cause you, he's seeing things at five 
I think differently than most five-year-olds I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, he has absolutely no context of the way things are happening, but. Okay. All right. I mean, he's only, he's four still. So yeah, he's four still, um, but, but he'll be 10. He'll be 50. I mean, it's coming. Um, I would like to, I just want to show him how to be a really good person. I want to show him how to solve problems. Okay. How to not be overwhelmed under pressure. Mm-hmm. And that that's about all. Like if you have those skills, you'll be fine and, and be really good at communicating. Yeah. Again, communication. I mean, Warren Buffett says you want to increase your net worth by 50%, learn how to communicate written and uh, speaking. So couldn't agree more. Um, I don't know if you thought about this, but I'm going to ask anyway, do you see your son going to college or you're like, Nope, high school done. Or is it his Uh, choice? It's his choice. If my son wants to go to college, when we found out his mom was pregnant, she was ranked third in the country in track and I was going to the Seahawks. And so I have a very, very, let's say, strong opinion to where you've been blessed with gifts that people couldn't dream of as far as athleticism to where if you want to go to college, you can. The chances he gets a scholarship are pretty good. Yeah, like at least you right don't now. have to work hard, bro. You're going to be 6'4". You're going to be faster <laughs> than everybody else. 6'4 yeah. and fast, that's a good combination. Yeah, like so like you shouldn't need that. If my son does go to college, yes, go to a good school. I would, I don't, like it'd be dope if my son went to Stanford. Like, because okay. I think Stanford is, they have really good sports. Yeah. And like oh, the Valley to, is wired for Stanford graduates. Right. And then you go and like, it's the best place for tech. Like you can actually go there, have an actual startup and everything else. Dude, but University Street, just right down the road. It's great. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Like I, my dad told me growing up, cause he's an electrician. He's like, you're going to be a dentist. I didn't know. Ah! Right. Cause like you can work four days a week, make a quarter million dollars a year and you don't have to be outside. I don't know for me, like as long as he can, whatever he chooses to be, he has to be great. And that is like the only thing, like, cause there's no other standard that you can, hmm. it's not okay to be mediocre. I like that. I like that. So, so when does his real education on business start? You think, cause again, you're, you're exposing him, right? You're taking him to quote unquote work, but when do you think it really starts 10, 12? Um, I mean, it starts now. I didn't really get, an ed- I'd say Alan was my first like formal education in business. Mm. Yeah, I took business classes and everything else in school, but that doesn't, it doesn't really show you what it was really like. Mm-hmm. Like it's like actually like a polar opposite. Mm-hmm. I would say like right now, like hard work, hey, no, clean your room. If you're going to do it, do it right or do it over again. Like those lessons in life. I remember like as a child, I tilled the garden and it wasn't good enough and I had to go back and like redo it like twice. <laughs> Like, no, like it's not good enough. Like, yeah. Go do it again. If you're do, it do it right the first time. Do it right the first time and it's going to be the best. Right, right, right. Where it's those lessons mm. that'll truly be there. But I can't, I can't show my son how to think about problems uniquely, right? Like I can inspire yeah. creativity, but I, I can't tell him, go be a psychopath, want to work 12, 12 hours a day. And this will, this example, my, a really, really good friend of mine uh-huh. wants to sell his family company because he felt like his dad was never around. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Where like he would have a chance to take on a multi-million dollar company, but he's like, no, because the way I grew up, I feel like my dad was never there. Interesting. And he got all he got tons of amazing lessons. But that's not what he wants. But that's the one he remembered. Dad wasn't home. Yeah, but that's the one he remembered, right? So it's a very, very fine line of all of these are all these variables going into it to where I do. and I'll wrap it back to the beginning. Yeah. I do think a lot of them are just born. Okay. And then they're made 
if you have to, right? Like, so like, again, you're not going to let your family starve. Like you're going right. to find a way. You're going to find a way. Drug dealers are entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like drug dealers are entrepreneurs. Yeah, I would, I would argue, and I think there's been articles on this, that more drug dealers uh, are better businessmen than many business owners, right? Exactly. Because like, you've, again, you've seen the studies, paid. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah real, real cash flow. Yeah. Exactly. Real cash flow. Mm-hmm. It's a fine line with the kid thing. My only thing I can do is show them how to work hard mm-hmm. and then bring them with me and hopefully they can hear how I communicate. Mm-hmm. Then they can learn how to communicate. But my parents never tried to show me anything about business. Like I just be with them. Did you have an allowance growing up? Um, did I have an allowance? Not really. My, the one thing that I would say was hard. I learned a lot of my hard work from sports. And so I didn't, I didn't even have time to like work for an allowance. No, yeah, it's like you bust your ass and you have to sleep because you're exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Like I played on, I remember my eighth grade year, I was on four different basketball teams. I was playing rugby. I was running track and I was playing football. And so oh. like it, there wasn't really time to yeah. like do stuff like on Saturdays, I'd have to go shovel horse stalls and like do that shit. But like, there wasn't an allowance for it. They're like, mm-hmm. Hey, paying for your sports shit. Yeah. Yeah. Time to pay up buddy. <laughs> yeah, so like go do the yard work that needs to be done. And then that is what it is, but it was never an allowance. Okay. Yeah. Do you think you'll do the same with yours or do you think there's an allowance coming? I want to show him how to like think of something and take it to market really fast. I want to okay. show, I want to show him just how to be a really, really fast implementer and a fast thinker. Interesting. To where like, okay, no, you're not going to get an allowance, but like, if this is the problem, go find a way. Like yeah. if you want something, just go figure out how to make money. Like, I don't even want to give him an allowance. I just want him okay. to go figure it out. Okay. I like that. I like that. Well, Strand, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you. Thank you for helping me be better. I think, think about problems differently. Where can people find you? Uh, the best place to find me is on Instagram at Strat Daddy and my YouTube, Strat Daddy. And then my podcast is the Winning Move podcast. Yeah, the, the Winning Move podcast. I'm there every Friday. I appreciate you, man. Thanks again. Thanks so much, Mike. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Winning Move podcast. I hope it helps you make all the right moves in your life and business. Please make sure to go like and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're listening to. And make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Strat Daddy. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.